Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, and life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We are so glad you've joined in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. This is week one of our June Outdoor Church. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go. God is good. You got your Bibles today. Man, it might be a little hard to see the uh, iPhone ones and those today, but hi, Miss Ashley. Everybody say hello to Miss Ashley out there. What a great job she's been doing. Where's Miss Brandy? Hey, Miss Brandy. There's Miss Sue and Miss Judy, the staff. They're all over the place. John, John, stand up over here. What a great job getting you and Dan and the team, Troy, getting this all together. Man, boy, it wouldn't have worked if God didn't give us this beautiful day. Amen. God is good and all the time. Mm-mm-mm. Just before we get into the word today, oh, let me open in prayer. That's always good, right? Father, we bless you and we thank you. Thank you again that Jesus is Lord. Lord, I picture sometimes outside celebrations like this on the new earth, Lord. We're never thinking or worrying about the weather or bugs or anything like that. Just coming together as family, Lord, as Christians, celebrating Jesus. It's going to be awesome. We're looking forward to the day of the rapture, and we know it's soon, Lord. We're looking up. That pregnancy is just about to give birth, Lord, and we thank you, thank you for that. Thank you that soon, very soon, we're going to see our king. We're going to see our king. No more will we think about COVID-19, riots, this rest. I thank you that up in heaven it says, every tongue, every nation, every kindred of people, Lord, there'll be no racism in heaven, Lord. There'll be love for one another because you created all people, Lord. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. In Naaman chapter 1, verse 7, Nahum, Nahum, Diane. Diane can never understand the way I talk. And this year, we're going to be, this month, we'll be married 32 years. She puts up with me, right? Nahum, am I saying it right, Diane? Remember, her dad was a principal of a Christian school, and what was he, an English major or something like that? So look what I got to put up in my house. And you guys know the way I talk. Amen. Come on, say your R's. R's. Yeah, all right. Ruffles has, some of you remember that. All right. Nahum, chapter 1, verse 7. This is the NIV. This is a word in season for us right now, this scripture. Take it home. Take it in your heart. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And that is so important to know. God is for us, not against us. God is helping us. God loves us. Everything's under control in our lives. You know, people say God's got everything under control. No, he does not. You got to understand that God has put free will out there. God is not the one that's causing abortions. God's not the one that's causing murders and riots. 
but he has that in people that give him his life. Amen. When we choose to do it God's way, when we say, Lord, I'm going to do it this way. But the one thing we do know about God is that he knows the past, the present, and the future. So when he knows all three, then we can see his word that God's got everything under control because we see what his word says. Everybody understand where I'm going there? Some people want to say, oh, God does anything he wants out there. Don't I wish there'd be peace on earth, goodwill towards all man. But until Satan is thrown into that lake of fire, until Satan is chained up, we're going to have problems on planet earth. Anybody here got at least one problem in your life? Don't look at the person next to you. Stop that right now. We all got things that we deal with, amen? We all have stuff that we go through. But when this life is over, in the sense what I'm saying, when the Lord returns, man, it's going to be pretty sweet, guys, amen? It's going to be sweet. The Lord is good, a refuge to those in trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And I said this to yesterday to Diane as we were walking. I said in Psalm 37 and verse 5, if you want to look it up, this is a, Powerful scripture, guys. Psalm 37, verse 3. Did I say verse 5? Verse 3. Why don't you read it with me? Everybody open it. I'm reading it from the New King James. Ready? Trust. Come on, all together. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. I can't hear you. Hey, you guys in the car, beep your horn if you can hear me. All right. Delight, ready? Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. What do we have to do to get the desires of our heart? Oh, I need to pray a lot. I I need to fast. I, I need to do this. No. Here's what it says to do. Delight yourself also in the Lord. Delight yourself. Enjoy God. Enjoy his love for you. We serve a good, good father. Can I get an amen today? You know, when you look at the Old Testament and they were under law in the Old Testament, you look at a person like David and you say, why did God just show such favor to this adulterer, to this murderer, to this liar and other things that he did? It was because David constantly delighted himself in the Lord. He knew who God was. And if you don't believe me, Just read the Psalms and look at his heart. Look at the heart of David. He knew that he was human like us. Anybody anybody here a human? No, Diane, you said you were an alien, Diane. Oh, she's from another planet, let me tell you. She's from Venus, amen? All right. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Watch this now. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. There is a perseverance that each and every one of us, one person said it like this, we need to get bulldog faith, amen? When things like this came against us and our our governor in our state is not opening up very quick and on and on, we do what we have to do, amen? I believe in obeying the law. Anybody here law-abiding citizens? The rest of you are not law-abiding citizens? Let's try that again. How many here are law-abiding citizens? All right. 
So we obey the law as long as they don't come against the word of God. Amen. We were still able to have online church. We're able to have the last two weeks in our parking lot. And we're here today and the church is partially open. And next few weeks, we'll probably get another report that we can open up more. Amen. So we're just going to keep on going on. We'll enjoy the beautiful weather that we got. This is different. Oh, we, I think it'd be just a little better if we had some sand here and a nice waves breaking right here, right? Oh, uh, God is good. All right. Go over to Psalm 91. Psalm 91. This is our psalm, church. It's the psalm of CFFC. If you got your little blue card, go ahead and get it out. I see. How many got them, the blue cards? Oh, look how many. That's great. If you didn't get them, they're right up there, right where Reverend Bob is, up by the steps there. Just stop in, grab one before you go, and it'll be all good. But I hope you've been speaking this over your family. I speak this over my family and you, because you are my family every day, and sometimes more than one time. Amen? All right, you ready? Let's read it together. I'm reading from the New King James for those that are opening their Bibles or trying to see on your phones. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the sneer of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor of the destruction that lay waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made, say, I have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Here's where we're picking up, verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. That's a good work. Can we give God a big hand there? Amen. Now, look, I'd like to say hello to everybody on Facebook Live. Olga, can you turn that camera and have everybody? No, you can't do that? Sure. All right. As the camera comes to you, wave. These are all our brothers and sisters in the church. Come on, everybody. Start waving. There you go. Beep your horns out there. Come on. That's good. That's good. If you're good there. Woo! <laughs> so. He gives his angels charge over you 
to keep you in all your ways. And we noticed that we were talking about that last week, and we only got through half of this. Notice that it is the Lord that gives his angels charge over us. And much of what angels do is prevention, guys. We don't have a clue of how many things they have protected us from. Okay, now, right now, here, at this moment, there are thousands of angels. Amen? We can't see them now. They're in another realm. One day we'll see them. But I don't think there's anything wrong in saying, thank you, angels. Thank you for protecting me from that car accident. Thank you for protecting me from that situation, from that relationship, from that thing that was going to happen. Thank you, angels, for all they do. It says in Psalm 34 and verse 7, the angels of the Lord encamp around those who reverence him. You wouldn't be here today if you didn't have a love for God. Can I get an amen on that? And because you have a love for God, the angels of the Lord encamp around us. But like anything else in the kingdom of God, it all has to be done by faith. We have to believe that God is for us, not against us. We have to believe that God wants to protect us, that he's a good, good father. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. I have never in my 60 whatever years of life that I've been alive, I have never seen a time of trouble like we're in today. Can anybody else vouch for me, younger, older? How many have ever seen a day and age where lawlessness is abounding, where, where perilous times are times that are hard to bear? Jesus said, and I believe it's John 16, in this world, we will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of the power to harm you. Can I get an amen on that? If God is for us, who can be against us? He spared not his only son. How shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Look, this World is not our permanent home for now. Amen. We understand there is an antichrist system in the world and there is an antichrist that's coming. Antichrist means anti Jesus Christ, the anointed one. It's coming. But my Bible says that God will deliver us from the wrath that is yet to come. I'm delivered. Hallelujah. And what that means is when that, when it gets really nasty out here, Noah got on the ark. Lot got taken by the hand and pulled out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Study it. When Titus came in in 70 AD, Christians got out of there. God protects his people, and he's going to protect us, guys. Amen? No man knows the day or hour, but when you see all these things happening, Look up. This is east, guys. Look up. Our redemption draws nigh. And then for seven years, we're going to be with him. And all this Antichrist, he's going to promise peace and prosperity, peace and prosperity, peace and prosperity. But after three and a half years, things are going to change on planet Earth. That's why it's so important for us to let people know about the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen?
Now, guys, understand, multitudes will be saved during the tribulation. Multitudes will be saved. But it's going to be a lot harder being, being saved then than under this dispensation of grace where the Lord is long-suffering, desiring that all men be saved and come into the full knowledge of the truth. How many here have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior? Would you give him a shout? Please give him a shout. Angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord their God. In Psalm 103, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. So angels are commissioned by Almighty God. You remember when the angel came to uh, Zechariah? And he said, I have come from the throne of almighty God to give you this message. And from this day till the child is born, John the Baptist, you won't even be able to speak again. Don't mess with angels. Let them do their job. Amen. Here's the way I see it. There's a couple scriptures in the book of Revelation. It says, as we pray, it's like incense before God. Anybody know what scriptures I'm talking about? It's like incense before God. And I believe when that incense hits a certain point, I don't know how it works. All of a sudden, God says, go answer that prayer. Go take care of that. Go move out. Look, guys, what we have to do is always stay sensitive. How many here took those 12 steps of prayer that we did for a, for a while there? Remember one of them was waiting upon the Lord. And another of them, if you remember, was watch and pray. So what he's saying there is just don't pray, watch, listen. What is the Lord saying to you today? What is the Lord saying for this generation? We've been talking about this for a while. Perilous times will come. It is not going to get better in the world it's going to get worse in the world but for us that are born again it's going to get much better amen when that trumpet sounds you will never have a bellyache again you will never have a toothache again you will never have a backache again all In Hebrews 1.14, it says, Are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who, are, who shall become heirs of salvation? And then Jesus said, Angels behold the face of Almighty God continuously. Children's angels. Every one of our children have angels too. Amen? For some reason, we think kids, you know, they're little. They have a spirit just like you and I, amen? You look at some of the great men and women in the Bible, they were very young. Mary, the mother of Jesus, Jesus, amen? We look at Daniel, a young man. I can keep going on how many were young. In fact, Jeremiah was told, don't despise your youth. Come on, church, amen? In Matthew 18, 10, it says, take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father. Woo, I like that. Amen. Now watch this. In Psalm 91, 12, in their hands, they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. 
just so you understand, the devil knows how to quote scripture also. He used these verses against Jesus Christ. Why don't you go ahead and turn there in Luke chapter 4 and verse 9. Luke chapter 4 and verse 9. Then Satan brought him to Jerusalem. He set him on the pinnacle of the temple in the very corner real high. And he said to him, look what he said. If... You are the son of God. Satan knew that he was a son of God because Satan was once called Lucifer. Amen. If you are, look how he tries to bring doubt to you. Do you really think God can do that? Do you really think God can protect you? He just tries to bring doubt. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down here. Watch for it is written. Look how he's using the word of God. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It has been said, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And this church family received this from my heart, why it's so important to not just pull one scripture out and say, I'm standing on this. Let the word of God confirm the word of God. So important because the devil can give you a scripture. You know, people go in their Bibles and, and they turn it and they go, oh, Judas committed suicide. Go do likewise. That's wrong. That's wrong. See, we have to stay sensitive to what the word of God says. I call it like this. It's the aureole effect of the word of God. What does it say above it? And what does it say beneath it? And then go ahead and eat all the good stuff in between it. Amen. This should teach us not to take scripture out of contents and just use it any way we want. Satan likes to add and take away from verses. Always read what's above. Always read what's beneath. Use the full counsel of God's word. Let me show you something. Go over to Revelation chapter 22. And we're almost done, guys. Revelation 22 in verse 18. And it says this, For I testify to everyone who hears the word of this prophecy, of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in the book. You don't want to add to God's word. If God said it, I believe it, that settles it. Amen. Now watch. And if anyone takes away from the word of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life, from the holy city, and from the things that are written in this book. I read the other day, it said this, Satan will try to use scripture against us, but he never uses it correctly. A casual knowledge of scripture is just enough to get us into trouble. We need to study to show ourselves approved unto God. Can I get an amen?
In 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, with social media, there are so many voices out there. Anybody else notice that? So many people are saying this, and he's wrong, and he's right, and I like him, and I don't like her, and he's a cult, and he's this, and he's that. Look, we need to become rooted and founded in the word ourselves. Amen. The scripture says this, as you learn the word of God, you don't become tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. There is no more important book in our life than the holy word of God. Would you go ahead and hold your Bibles up? Hold your Bibles, hold your phone up. Even in the cars, hold them up. This is the most important book that we could possibly have because it'll guide us in this life. Amen? Take the word for what it is. Angels are watching over us. They're not going to do anything outside the word. Don't go say, oh, I like that girl over there. I know she's married, but angels, come on, bring her to me. That's not in the word of God. Amen? Stick with the word of God, and everything's going to be A-OK. -okay. Can I get an amen in the house today? Come on, give them a shout today. Blow your horns today. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time that we could get into your word, and we thank you for that promise that you gave us in Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good a refuge in time of trouble. He, he cares for those who trust in him. Father, we trust in you this morning. Here, Lord, you've blessed us with amazing weather. You blessed us that we could be able to meet like this, Lord. And we're going to be patient as we leave, Lord, and have it all done right. I thank you for each and every person that's here, each and every person that's on Facebook Live or the website or whatever they're on right now. We pray your blessings, Lord, your blessings. This morning, as we wrap up this time, I just ask you to look within your own heart. Maybe you're visiting today. Maybe you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord, to be your Savior. And today you want to do it. Or maybe these, you know, you hear people say these 14 weeks have brought me closer to God. Maybe it hasn't brought you closer to God. And you say, you know what? I want to get closer to God again. Maybe you want to rededicate your life. Then I ask you to pray this prayer with me. We'll all pray it together to help you out. Say this with me. My dear God in heaven, I believe today that Jesus Christ, he is the son of God. I believe that he died on the cross and that he rose on the third day. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord be my savior. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I repent of them, Lord. Thank you that today I am born again, heaven bound. And as Diane said before, let's say as Diane said before, I am an ambassador. An ambassador is taken before the war begins. In Jesus' name, amen.